Trisha crossed her arms over her chest. She was through giving hints. Pammy, I know about the check. Pammy blinked. Check? Yes, the one you stole out of my checkbook and wrote to yourself for $100. Pammy laughed nervously. Oh, that check. Well, you weren't around and you've been such a generous hostess that I figured, you figured wrong. Pammy didn't apologize. In fact, she just stood there, her expression blank. Besides, two weeks is too long for a drop-in visit. It's time for you to move on. But I don't have anywhere to go, Pammy protested. You have family in the next county. But I hate them, and they all hate me. You know that, she accused. After sharing digs with Pammy once again, Trisha could well understand why the woman's family might not want her around. Pammy hadn't changed a bit since college. Lazy, noisy, freeloading, irresponsible, and now a thief. How had Trisha tolerated living with her in that tiny dorm room for eight semesters? This time, Trisha didn't back down. I'm sorry, Pammy. You can't stay with me any longer. A tense silence hung between them for interminably long seconds. Trisha waited for an explosion, or at least tears. Instead, Pammy's face lost all animation, and she shrugged. Okay. She turned away to poke through the open suitcase Trisha had left on the couch. She picked up a blouse, sniffed under the arms, and set it back in the suitcase. She repeated the process until she found a shirt she deemed acceptable, grabbed a pair of jeans, and headed for the bathroom once again. I'll be out of your hair in ten minutes, she said over her shoulder, with no hint of malice. Trisha stood rooted to the floor. Her little gray cat, Miss Marple, jumped down from the bedroom windowsill, then trotted up to Trisha in the living room, giving her owner a what-gives look. You've got me, Trisha said, but she is leaving. Meow, Miss Marple said in what sounded like kitty triumph. True to her word, Pammy emerged from the bathroom less than five minutes later, her still damp hair now gathered in a ponytail at her neck. You didn't have to wait for me, she said. Or did you think I'd steal your stainless cutlery? Then she laughed. I thought I'd help you with your things. No need, Pammy said quite affably. She rearranged some of the clothes in the suitcase, latched it and hauled it off the couch. She slipped her bare feet into her scuffed-up day-glow pink Crocs and eyed a carton on the floor. It was filled with books she'd acquired during her stay. Can I leave this here for a couple of days, just until I get settled? I don't have room for it in my car right now. Sure, Trisha said, eager to do whatever it took to get Pammy out of her hair and out of her home. But then, even though her kindness had been abused, everything about this seemed so wrong, so nasty, so unlike Trisha. Where will you go? What will you do? Today? Pammy asked and smiled. I might just go to the opening of the village's new food pantry. The what? Pammy glowered at Trisha. Don't you even know what's going on here in Stoneham? Stuart Page is in town to dedicate the Stoneham food shelf. Who? Pammy gave her a withering look. Do a Google search on the man. See what good he's done here in New Hampshire. You might want to follow in his footsteps. 
Pammy grabbed her purse, slinging the strap over her shoulder before rustling the heavy suitcase toward the door. Stuart Page? The name did sound familiar. Do you need some money? Trisha asked, the guilt already beginning to seep in. Pammy managed a wry smile. You already took care of that, thank you. Look, I'm sorry I told you I had nowhere to go. That wasn't exactly true. I've hooked up with some people here in Stoneham. I'm pretty sure I have a place to stay for the night, or maybe a few. You don't have to worry about me, Trisha. I've survived on my own for a long time now, although I may have to actually get a job. For a moment, Trisha was speechless. Was it possible she could have tossed Pammy out days, even weeks earlier, instead of fuming in silence? And what about the threat of actually looking for work? From what she'd said, Pammy had never held a job.